Does your life ever feel like a storm? I'm gonna go ahead and assume your answer is yes. Let's just be honest. Every once in a while you get a calm day, but most of the time, life feels more like wind, waves, and heavy rain. After that epic day where Jesus taught a bunch of parables from his boat, they set sail for the evening. But as they went, they got caught in a crazy storm. Because that's usually how it goes, right? You have a full day of living on mission where it feels like you are finally finding your groove and then the storm hits. Fortunately, Jesus has a lot to say about storms. Literally, he speaks to them. That'll make sense here in a few minutes. Let's get started. Welcome to season six of Stories in Scripture a podcast dedicated to telling the big story of the Bible, one piece at a time. In this season, we are walking through Mark's Gospel. Our hope is that these short episodes would lead you into more, into a time of reading, reflection, prayer, whatever it is for you. The goal is that you let the amazing story about the Savior of the world transform the way you live out your life today. Peter didn't mind being back on the water one bit. He knew there were dangers on the sea, but he'd take those over the crowds any day. It's not that he didn't trust the crowds, it's just that he knew it would only take one angry or upset person to start a commotion that him and his buddies wouldn't be able to stop. He glanced around at his crew, sitting around lazily talking, laughing, and enjoying some downtime away from all the commotion. His rabbi was all the way in the back of the boat, fast asleep on a cushion beneath a bench. Jesus always seemed to be at total peace around the crowds. Oftentimes, whenever Peter started to get nervous, he'd just glance over at Jesus and find his rabbi laughing with someone new or telling a story or healing or just listening. Be more like Jesus. A simple saying, but one he'd found himself repeating several times over the last few weeks, only to find out firsthand that just because something is simple doesn't mean it's easy. You seeing this? James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were at Peter's side in an instant. They elbowed Peter in the ribs, pulling him out of his contemplation. The sun was all but set, setting the sky on fire with color, but in a matter of moments the beautiful sunset had vanished behind the darkest clouds Peter had ever seen. It's coming right at us, James continued, moving fast. We won't be able to outrun it. We can't avoid it. We got to head straight at it. Peter knew his friend was right. They'd been out on the water together for years, had seen plenty of storms, but this one felt different. Peter's instincts took over immediately, and he was up barking out commands to the other disciples, most of whom had no idea what he was talking about and looking downright terrified. Before they had time to make any further arrangements, the storm was upon them. A few seconds of light rain and then the downpour. But the rain wasn't the thing Peter was worried about. He couldn't stop watching the waves building up ahead getting bigger and bigger as they sailed deeper and deeper into the storm. He trusted the strength of this boat, but it had its limits, and he'd only heard horror stories of what happens when the ship goes down. He shook the thought from his mind, 
as the first big wave crashed into the side of the boat. The boat held strong, but the second wave was much bigger. Peter watched in horror as the second wave rose above the side panels and water began to fill the boat. Which of these guys can swim? Who are we going to need to help? How far are we from land? Peter's mind was spinning. Now in full survival mode, calculating every step he needed to take. Wait a second, where is Jesus? Peter glanced back to the stern of the boat and to his shock noticed Jesus was still there, sleeping on the cushion under the bench that was now protecting him from the rain, almost as if he were expecting it. A different kind of rage rose up in Peter, a rage he hadn't experienced in years. Rage at the apathy. Jesus was the whole reason they were on this boat and in this predicament in the first place. The least he could do is care a little bit to stay awake as they went down together. Between the third and fourth wave, Peter stalked over to Jesus, waking him up from his nap. Teacher, he shouted, howling over the wind. Don't you care if we drown? Jesus locked eyes with Peter. His eyes narrowed, not in fear, but in empathy. He stood up, addressing the situation, the disciples grasping to the side of the boat, holding on for dear life as the next wave poured into the boat. Then his attention shifted to the storm, the wind, and the waves, and Peter heard his voice boom louder and with more authority than the storm. Quiet, he said. Be still. The only thing that followed was silence. The wind and the waves obeyed, immediately settling down, back into the normal, gentle rhythm. Why are you so afraid? Jesus said to the disciples, and yet Peter knew he was talking directly to him. He had seen the fear in his eyes. Do you still not believe? Peter's relief that the storm had stopped quickly gave way to defeat. A quick glance around the boat ensured him that everyone else was feeling the exact same way, as the rabbi just went back to his cushion to resume his nap. Even the wind and the waves obey him, James whispered to Peter. Who is this guy? Jesus calming the storm is a classic story that you may have grown up hearing, and if you have, some of the fear and terror may be lost on you. It certainly is on me. This morning I was thinking through this story again and realized this would have been absolutely terrifying for these guys. They had to think they were about to die, especially in the moment when the water started coming into the boat because there's always a moment where the water starts coming into the boat, right? Like you hear about the storm, you prepare for the storm, but then at some point you realize the storm isn't on the way, the storm is here. There's talks about massive layoffs at work for months, but then one day you show up and realize a bunch of people have started to pack. It's the water coming into the boat. Or you hear that someone you love is struggling and going through it, so you pray for them and try to reach out, but then there's that moment when you see them and realize it's worse than you even knew. 
It's that moment where water starts coming into the boat. I love that the disciples in that moment turned to Jesus, woke him up and said, teacher, don't you care? That may be the most ironic sentence ever uttered. Hey Jesus, I know you stepped out of heaven, humbly becoming a human to teach us how to live, and then laid your perfect life down as the ultimate sacrifice, allowing the one who knew no sin to become sin so that we may become the righteousness of God. But do you even care? All Jesus ever did was care. He cared about people who didn't even care about him on repeat. He sees it all. He cares about it all. And even the wind and the waves obey him. And so he also knows he can take a nap even in the middle of a storm. And so, I don't know what you have going on in your life today, but I wonder if this story may help you make a bit of a perspective shift. Jesus is confident enough to sleep in the middle of a storm, compassionate enough to step into the middle of the storm, and strong enough to quiet the storm in an instant. Jesus is the storm stopper. So today, don't focus on how strong the storm is. Focus on how strong the storm stopper is. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stories in Scripture. We hope season six is bringing Mark's gospel to life for you. And that this episode helped you see the bigger picture Mark is painting for us. If you are enjoying this podcast, We'd love for you to share it with your friends, and rating and review it goes a long way as well. We love getting to tell these stories and appreciate you coming along for the ride. So we'll see you next time for our next story.